Ladies and gentlemen, podcast listeners across the world, welcome back to the show. I am your host, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. For those of you who are tuning in for the first time, all are welcome. Except for those of you who bring their babies into the movie theaters. Get the fuck out of here. I'm just kidding. You can stick around. But you better leave a rating and a review. Folks, today is a special day because I sit down with one of the most positive, fun-loving individuals I've had the pleasure of meeting, Mr. Sean Ketz, sports enthusiast, comedian, potential cult leader, and all-around good guy. Sean gives us his hot takes and hot mistakes, I don't think that's a thing, on all things movies, music, books, and fainting, apparently. You'll find out soon. Anyway, get locked in, my friends, because here is another episode of Conversations from a Room. Um, as far as I'm concerned, I'm happy. Are you happy? Always happy, man. I'm the luckiest person on the face of the earth, okay? I'm always, I have to be happy. How do I get your positivity? How do I find what you have? I gotta be... It, it comes from friends and family, man. I got, I got lucky with how I was born, so it, it's hard to, uh, mm. it's hard what, to knock it. What do you say to those people who don't like their friends and family? Find new ones, man. It's crazy. No, marry into another family, that man. Is, that is true, you know? You just, you have to make the best of it. I heard someone say you're like the combination of the five people who you hang out with the most. Okay. And, you know, in high school, I mean, in, in elementary school, you get completely lucky with who you become friends with, right? Mm. It's who has the same, similar last name than you, mm. and you're friends with those people who stand next to you in the lunch line. Damn, you just figured it out. I gotta make you one of my five, then. Hey, hey come on over, man. I, I'm in. <laughs> I'm always fine. accepting. Come on. You got an extra room at my parents' house? I mean... Yeah, I'll just stay in the living room. I'm fine. Yeah. I saw your living room. It's beautiful. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Sean Kent, welcome to the show. Hey, what's going on? Nice to be here. Um, so this is called Conversations from a Room. It's pretty straightforward. It's about two people to have uh, conversations in a room. So the theme of the show, it's very simple, very straightforward. It's three of my favorite things. Film, music, and books. Things that inspire us. It's about the arts, essentially. Things that we like to use as inspiration in our lives as artists now you're in the in the stand-up comedy world that's how i met you through the comedy scene although we did go to high school together apparently never even knew we you know what it's funny when i met you um i didn't recognize you but you're a year older Same. than me and uh I talked to you about my one of my friends, and they were like, oh, yeah, that kid was really funny. And I was like, nah, not him. Must have, must have been lost <laughs> must over have, time. Must have you been know? someone else. He peaked. No. <laughs> uh, who was that? Who were you talking to? Uh, named I don't want to put his name on Oh, that's podcast. okay. That's okay. <laughs> if anything, all this is going to be edited yeah. out. Trust uh, me. Uh, <laughs> we're, I'm going to chop this up to like five <laughs> minutes. Trust me. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. So let's just get into it. I always ask the guests these three questions when it comes to film. What's one of your favorite films? What's one of your guilty pleasure films, and what's one of the worst films you've ever seen? All right, I'm going to put this out there at the top, okay? Mm -hmm. I am not uh, a film junkie. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I don't really see details mm -hmm. in films, so... Really? Yeah, I just you I'm, just kind of it just kind of washes over you whenever you watch a movie. You just like it's whatever. Are you just like a guy who's like, hey, they're I guess they're playing a Vin Diesel movie down the street. I might as well go check it out. Yeah, it's like if I connect with it emotionally, then I'm in. Right? Really, but you know, some of the best movies, uh, 
I'm like I, I like the cinematography, or I don't even know, like the the mm-hmm. costumes, sure, any yeah. of that stuff. I'm like whatever. Everything that's a part of it, really. Yeah, I'm like whatever. You know, like what about like the script? What about the story? Nothing. Nothing. I was and I wasn't into. See, it I for wanted the you in my top time. five, but then I just realized you're a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> I feel nothing when I watch a film. I, I don't care if it's The Godfather, if it's Schindler's List. Nothing. No, well, like you know, but I feel the Schindler's List emotionally. Okay, right? so there's that, but I just. I don't know. I was I was a jock in high school, right? So like mm. I didn't have that aspect yeah. of it. So it's only really been the last couple of years that I've paid attention even to that stuff. Okay, so. well, I like to think that when you're a kid, there's always that one movie that stuck to you that you wanted to watch over and over again. There's always one film that sticks to you throughout your life. There's there's two for me. One okay. was The Big Green. I don't know if you remember the this Big movie. Big Green. I've never heard. Of it. Is this a golf film? No, it's a it's a soccer movie. It's with uh, the kid from the Sandlot. And it is just, I can't, I've watched oh, it. Oh, yes, from the 90s. Yeah, I oh, watched yeah, it with, with every you're day. Killing Me Smalls yeah, guy. I watched it every day after like second grade. I mean, I'm talking every day. I would come home, I would put it in there, and I would just watch it. It felt good. It was a yeah, feel good, you know. I remember this film. Yeah, it was like a nice, cozy 90s mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. You know, I think it's a hero story, you mm-hmm. know? This, these guys, uh, it's also coming together. There's definitely some. Uh, probably some stereotypical stuff, you know. That's yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. not cool today. These uh, these two kids from out of town, uh, a different place and time, uh, come in and they help a soccer team that's down and out. They can't score any goals, mm-hmm. and here these two kids come. They bring everyone together. Yeah, guess what? There's a little bit of drama. Okay, <laughs> it's guess the what? '90s. They win at the end. I don't want to spoil it for you, but they beat the big bad team. Damn. Okay. So The Big Green, released 1995, directed by Holly Goldberg Sloan. Mm. Uh, it's got some big names in it. Steve Gutenberg. Nothing. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Renna, he's who famously is from The Sandlot. Uh, he has that famous line, you're killing me, Smalls. Mm-hmm. It's like on par with The Sandlot. It's kind of like that same feel. Sure, yeah, sure. It's the same story. Um, what scene sticks out to you in, from this movie? Uh, so I don't even remember his name, but the the goalie from the Sandlot. The goalie uh, from the Sandlot? No, no, no. He the the guy from the Sandlot. The guy is from the, the goalie okay, in cool. this movie. I was like, you gotta watch baseball again. I'm, I'm <laughs> not sure you know how it works anymore. <laughs> and and basically, you know, he just he can't save anything to mm-hmm. save his life. Yeah. You know, he's 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 bad. And that's and that's the scene I remember. He's actually jumping away from the ball when oh. it's coming at him. And yeah. It's just funny. Yeah. yeah. And also from that movie, I remember, I don't know why I remember this, but they drove like this station wagon. Mm-hmm. And I swear this station wagon was wider than the lanes really? on the road. I don't know why. I always thought like, <laughs> well, how can you drive that thing? It's, it's such and a it's, wide It's where they put all the kids in? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dang. Uh-huh. I'm seeing here, though, that it's from the same producers that brought you uh, Angels in the Outfield. So that's kind of nice. Mm. It's kind of that same sort of feel, uh, that same sort of uh, that, that, that vibe. Yeah, I would That's say, fun. I mean, they hit it big with the big green and then, you know, they kind of dropped the ball on all those other ones, but hey. Damn. <laughs> and it seems we have a late arrival, number 10, listed on the roster as Juan Morales. Yeah, I came back to beat these guys. You didn't say goodbye. Don't be mad, I wanted to. Well, next time you go, say goodbye. Next time I go, I'll just take you with me. The Big Green, that's a good one. What was the second one you said? A Knight's Tale. Oh, Knight's cool. Tale. The funny thing, Knight's Tale, I didn't see till way later in my life. And then I saw it much later. I was like, wait, this is actually a great film. It's kind of weird. It doesn't really, it, I, I can't really, I could never really come up with the theme or the genre for it because it's, 
it's kind of it came out in 2001 so it was kind of like that era where everything was kind of action but kind of cool action like right it felt like a transporter type film but it was also a rom-com at the same time mm-hmm. but also like a very serious it took itself very serious but it was also very playful and fun and it had Heath Ledger who's this handsome Ooh, yeah. knight and just like smoldering uh coolness to him and then you got the 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 two sidekicks which mm-hmm. is paul bettany and alan tudyk just like fun guys to work with this is actually a great cast for this film for anyone who hasn't seen it yes can't remember big green that much but this is a great film yeah what uh what's what about this film that sticks out One, to you? it was it was funny and uh they played the song we will we will rock you i don't actually know the title of that in song. the movie in the movie oh and my it was gosh. funny because it was like oh you know like that song's from today when this movie's that set yeah. in medieval times and you know i'm gonna be honest with you I don't, it's probably just because it's a movie that I saw at that time. Because mm-hmm. uh, I didn't watch a lot of movies, I don't think. It was like, it, my mom really liked that movie. So yeah. it was one of those movies where everyone in the family would be okay with it on during dinner, <laughs> right? Because my dad <laughs> loved it was, it was innocent enough, you know what yeah. I mean? But it was also a little bit for everyone. It's like, I, I've never seen it, but I assume it's kind of like The Princess Bride. Oh, that's a good, another great one. So A Knight's Tale, released 2001. Perfect year for film. Mm-hmm. I think Spider-Man came out that year. Directed by Brian Helgeland. Brian Helgeland. Sounds like a character that would be in the movie. Mm, yeah. Also, it's, it's funny that you say they play the song He Will Rock You by <laughs> Queen. Because the tag on the movie poster says A Knight's Tale. He will rock you. <laughs> I th- honestly, I think it carries the movie. That That's so scene. funny. Who would have thought? Like, honestly, I just remember that, kind of like I was saying, we could always have it on and mm-hmm. everyone in my family would be okay with it. Because when yeah. I was younger, I only wanted to watch sports, right? Yeah. My mom wanted something, yeah, she just wanted something fun, free caring. Yeah. My sister kinda was a little, middle. yeah, my sister was like a little aloof, you know, but she, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Hopefully and, she won't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> And my dad was like Westerners or, yeah. you know, action. So it was, you know, it was something we could all just watch. And, yeah. and it was it was fun. It was loose. And, you know, there was I thought the woman in it was very pretty at the time. So... Are you mad? You knowingly endanger a member of the royal family. He knowingly endangers himself. Well, fought Sir Ulrich, as it was in Rouen. And you also... Prince Edward. You knew me? Yeah. And still you rode? It's not in me to withdraw. Nor me. I have this thing where I really invest in people early on, like mm-hmm. actors and actresses, and and you kind of follow their career. And then I like I'm like, oh, this person's gonna be the best. Yeah, and then they yeah. turn out to be like a, a one hit wonder. And you're I like, know, oh. isn't that crazy? I always watch movies like that where it's uh, you watch someone in a film like the the lead, and like this person's great, and then you don't really see them ever again. You know, yeah. yeah. It's, you see you see that a lot in the '80s. I noticed yeah. that a lot in the '80s and the '90s. Now today, you you got one person doing the same films over and over again, right? Or you get like the five same people. You know, all the Chris's. And then Chris. Dwayne the Rock Jones. <laughs> That's pretty much it. But they earned it. Were there movies that you weren't like that your parents? Because it's funny you say these are the movies that you could just kind of put in the background and it was fine. The movies that we put in the background were like rated, not rated R, but it was like like Wedding Crashers or something like that. Like it didn't matter if there was nudity or cursing. It was just like whatever. Were there any times where your parents just like you cannot watch this movie that you, you kind of saw too late in life? Because I was like, oh, I wasn't allowed to watch this at a young age. So I had this thing, okay, where. 
when I was younger, and it still happens today, mm-hmm. I was really bad with blood. Oh, I really? You couldn't see it all the time. That's so like, weird. I would faint maybe once every other week. Really? Yeah, it was like happening all the time. It happened like it, the first time it happened. Were it, you like anemic, or what was the no, problem? Just like low uh, blood pressure really yeah it's like the first time it happened i didn't even see blood what was this it was in uh pre-k wow we were, it was during story time <laughs> my teacher read me a book sit around children yeah. <laughs> read me a book about um like a a prince getting shot with an arrow oh and that i visualized it they thought that i had like you know maybe epilepsy i had to go to the no hospital for way. a couple of days so just by visualizing the story you just passed out. Yeah, and like my mom would train me by reading me that story, and I would just go, "Ow, ow, ow, ow!" It was all the time. Like seriously, and it, it still was like, happens. Like forced therapy. Like yeah, wow, <laughs> like trauma therapy. Uh-huh. Like oh my gosh, oh wow, that's crazy. So she would just read you that story so that you become immune to it. Yeah, but would you faint every time? But like honestly, I don't know if I can look at that book today. Uh, no way, <laughs> dude, but, that's insane. So, so you I, just faint every single time they yeah. read you. Yeah, and like oh my gosh. shows, like TV shows, like the show Arthur. I don't know if you remember Arthur, yes, the Arharks. Yeah. It was a oh yes, yes, it yes. It was a cartoon. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. He cut his knee on a can. I fainted. <gasps> oh my yeah. gosh! This, you know, wow. so I didn't watch a lot. Like my movie selections were were cut pretty drastically yeah. because I couldn't see that. So wow, so you only saw like twenty five percent of films because like <laughs> yeah. all the good films have like blo- blood, gore, mm-hmm. you know, any any. So like have you probably never seen a tarantino movie i didn't until later on so that was like so any of the saw movies like all my friends like oh we love saw yada yada oh yada and God. i never saw it until i like tested myself <laughs> in college you know and i might as well give it a good old test yeah, let's yeah. give it a whirl guys let's see guess, what happens guess what? Just so I you guys know i might i might pass out just, <laughs> did you have to warn people like on a date like hey listen if i pass out it's cool just get me a snickers bar and a glass of water i should be fine yeah luckily i didn't go on that many dates oh up my like gosh, in, in, that's through crazy. high school um so it, you know but my friends luckily knew. you didn't go on any dates through yeah, yeah it was <laughs> Poor a thing convenient for me <laughs> it's like i didn't really like girls in high school for yeah. so lucky for me i was yeah. totally fine but i know i fainted in front of a girl who i i really liked um oh we were at my friend's house and we were watching i don't know if this is podcast material but no, <laughs> we were please. watching this movie where i forget what it's like stepsisters or something like that i forget mm-hmm. what it's called and one of the girls pierces the other girl's ear. Oh. It was like 17 or oh, something. Oh, you know what? This yeah. sounds like, um, uh, oh, know. 13. Maybe. 13, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those two girls who are just like kind of like yes. experiencing their their uh, adolescence and they're mm-hmm. kind of like hooking up with older guys and stuff like yes. that. Yes. Yeah, 13. I remember that movie. And so I'm like, all right, I got to go get a glass of water because like, you can feel it, right? Yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. You start sweating. Yeah. So I'm Faint. Yeah, so I get a glass of water and as I'm walking back, I just drop on the floor oh no yeah i break the glass uh, oh my god we didn't end up getting married in case you're wondering <laughs> <laughs> she did take advantage of me once i passed out so, yeah i woke up and my pants were off oh man that's crazy dude yeah wow. so that so that limited a lot of the movies uh that i watched growing up and so are you completely cured now in a way i mean can you watch things without feeling faint i can um i have to be very conscious mm-hmm. of being hydrated that's like one thing that i know uh mm-hmm. like i i'd say i have like a yearly quota for fainting that's a good <laughs> like that's I, a good yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, do, I faint like once a year now have you have you fainted this yeah, year yeah i fainted uh <laughs> i fainted this year i cut my finger on a 
on. A, I was trying to cut like the tips of a sweet potato off. Oh, and I, that and happened I cut to my me. Finger. I cut my finger cutting a sweet potato. The those, exact same thing. Those, those goddamn little devices that you. Ugh, they're too sharp. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. Well, let me ask you. Since you're an athlete, like, what happened as you were growing up, like playing sports, as you know, in, in your teens, like, you, I'm sure you see cuts and bruises all the time. Yeah. You know, it, for whatever reason, it didn't directly affect i never fainted on the basketball court or, mm-hmm. or anything like that um i think i did get lightheaded from not from like the, the just from like the low blood pressure wow so there was that but yeah no i never i never luckily fainted i wonder my if, court. I, if anyone's <laughs> listening i wonder if this has happened to anyone else if anyone i mean i'm sure people obviously do like i know people like oh i i faint from the sight of blood but like once in a while but this is like a, a recurring thing for you like what yeah. you got you you're once a year yeah once a year and like I am like I do. I am better. Like I can donate blood. Okay. So, and like I'm okay. A, not to brag, but I'm like a universal blood donor. You know. So I feel like I'm I have doing so many free part. T-shirts. Yeah. Exactly. I've gone to so I've gone to so many free movies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know, like and so. I power through, but okay. yeah, sometimes I faint doing that. Wow, too. that's insane! All right, well, I guess that's kind of tough when it comes to like watching certain things, is you're yeah, with going in with the fear of like, hey, listen, I might miss half this film, yeah, because I might faint. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow, and I can't believe it all started with story time. It wasn't mm-hmm. even a visual; it was just your imagination. Yeah, man. All right, so what? So I guess like yeah, as you were, you said you were in college, you started to experiment more with with with. <laughs> With with PG movies, (laughs) (laughs) that's funny, man. All right, so I guess by by the time you're in your forties, you can start watching rated R films. (laughs) Yeah, slow down. Yeah, well, you're missing out, man. All right, well, that's that's. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear. I'm glad to know that you're you only have a once a year now. So yeah, yeah, you got to meet your quota. Uh All right, so how about like a guilty pleasure movie, a movie that's so silly or or one that you can watch over and over again that's just like it never changes. Yeah, uh, Anchor man for sure oh that one's great ladies and gentlemen can i please have your attention i've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story and i need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen cannonball i can watch that movie anytime and you know what sucks Mm. is for every other movie i think i'm so influenced by like IMBD ratings. Yeah. And all that. I'm like, I'm so easily influenced. You know, I yeah. think I'm, I could be in a cult tomorrow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, don't watch this movie. It's only got 36% yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes. Or I'll watch it. I'll be like, oh, this movie was funny. And then my friends will be like, eh. And I'm, oh, I'm, I'm like, eh. People love to hate on Anchorman. <laughs> yeah. I know several people that don't even like Will Ferrell. They're like, he's not funny. I don't understand why people like him. I think he's amazing. Yeah. I think he's one of the funniest people on the planet. He has a voice now where because I've liked so much of his stuff, he. Even when he's just having an interview and talking uh, oh, regular, yeah. his I'm, face, yeah, I can something laugh. about his face, his 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 like his rhythms, mm-hmm. his the way he like moves, he's just funny. He's right. just a funny guy, and I I love his humor when he's also just doing stuff with like Jed, uh, not Jed Apatow, but um, the guy who did Anchorman was um. They're in a they're in a little bit of a beef right now. I know. I heard I'm about that. Yeah, name. let's let's let me look into it. Yeah, because he's the guy who did um. Don't look up. God, what's his name? Adam McKay. Adam McKay. Yeah, yeah he he's because he's doing a very much doing you know more girthy uh, what's the word to use <laughs> he's doing big penis movies okay yeah uh he's he's focusing on on like 
uh, I was going to say thicker. <laughs> it's in your head. <laughs> the word. He's working on uh, more, Flaccid. I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> His material is a little bit more sophisticated yes. now, I would say. Yeah. Uh, he's doing a lot of like stuff that's a little bit more on the political side or that has a little bit more on like that's got society on the pulse and whatnot. And he still writes comedies, but they're not as like uh, situational bit comedies as like your Anchorman's or your like. He also did Step Brothers, right? Which oh, is yeah. to me, I would say, was one of my guilty pleasures. I love that movie. But y'all don't say that. But yeah, a lot of people don't really like uh, Will Ferrell. But yeah, what's what is his beef with with he, uh, with Adam McKay right now? So Adam McKay filmed the show Showtime on HBO, okay, uh, about the LA Lakers, and Will Ferrell really wanted to be uh, Doctor Bus. But he cast Who's Dr. it. Bust? Uh, he was the he's the owner of the Lakers. Oh no, it's not called Showtime. It's called. Uh, I think it's called Showtime. Is it called Showtime? And he uh, he filmed he casted the other guy from Step Brothers. Oh. Instead, so they got into a little bit of a beef. Oh, okay. I thought it was something else. No, it's called Winning Time. Oh, yeah, winning time. I was like, I, I knew there call. was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Words, I, huh? I, I, yeah, I, I couldn't watch after episode two because someone cut their finger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so winning time, the rise of the Lakers dynasty. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I didn't know that. So it was between him and I would say one of his good friends. Uh, what's his name? I love this guy. I'm so bad with names. John C. Riley. Yeah, John C. Riley. Uh, and so he thought John C. Riley was was probably better for I mean I would say John C. Riley has a more of a of a serious acting background. You for know? sure. And he, and you know, not that I don't think they would have taken Will Ferrell serious, but I think John C. Riley is a better actor. Starting to wonder if maybe everybody was right. Maybe it just could not be done. But just as he was rounding the corner on that final stretch, he heard a roar. The crowd screaming for him to keep going, filling his sails with a second wind. And he crossed that finish line at 3 minutes, 59.4 seconds. And in that instant, a skinny limey shattered everything we thought we knew about human limitation. But why him? He wasn't the fastest runner in the world. He wasn't even a professional. He was a scientist, a doctor of neurology. And that's how he knew that the only real limitation wasn't in the body, it was in the mind. I think Will Ferrell's a good comedian. He's probably the funnier actor, but yeah, I, I think I've seen a few of these episodes and I think John C. Riley's great in it. He's just like charismatic and fun and like, but he's also, he can get really serious too, which is great. And I just don't think um, Will Ferrell would be able to hold that sort of presence. Yeah, know? who knows? I mean, is it worth... Losing a, a best friend over? I don't know. Wow, but come on. I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's like you can't put business... You have to set business and friendship aside, you know? Like, if if someone... I mean, unless he, like, fucked him over. Was it like, you have the part? Yeah, I don't Who's know. Who's to say, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, that that if that's the case, that would suck. That would really suck. Yeah. Anyways, Anchorman, the legend of Ron Burgundy. <laughs> uh, love this movie. Great classic. This is one of the... One of, like, Will Ferrell's classic films. It's got a great, great cast. I think for some people, this is the first time we saw Steve Carell. Yep. I don't think me. we even know who he who he was before The Office, but he did this, I think, right before, and blew it out of the water. I mean, he was hilarious. Yeah, I stabbed a man in the heart. I saw that. Brick killed a guy. Did you throw a trident? Yeah, there were horses and a man on fire, and I killed a guy with a trident. You got your Paul Rudd, Fred Willard as, like, the, the producer of the show, David mm -hmm. Cochner. Christina Applegate, phenomenal cast. You even got Fred Armisen, Chris Parnell, Katherine Hahn, Seth Rogen's in it. I don't even remember that. 
is this the right movie? I don't remember <laughs> Seth Rogen in this. This is crazy. Uh, phenomenal film. Love it. Super quotable, you know. Ah, San Diego. <laughs> also known as a whale's vagina. Mm-hmm. The fight scene is legendary. Which one? Oh, yeah. Uh, like, like the crowd. Comes yeah. out of nowhere. All, the, uh, all the news <laughs> all the news crews come. Yeah, that's great. I mean, I just, yeah. there's the, the references. The, oh, Baxter, you know I don't speak Spanish. Yes. Uh, okay, so what's one of your favorite scenes from this movie? Uh, I mean, God, I mean, what do you even pick? Um, the, probably the one that, that always comes back to me is the, the perfume of uh, the Paul Rudd, uh, <laughs> 90% uh, of the time yeah, it, works it works all the time. time. <laughs> yeah. And then just that continues. makes no sense. <laughs> it smells like a, you know, something got in the copy machine or whatever. Yeah. I'm so, I've seen the movie a thousand times and I yeah. can't even quote it. Because, well, because it's like, I think because it's, it, it's, I have to imagine it's so improvised that it's like the words are so are, they're they're not they're so like well structured that it's like it, it never even sounds it always sounds different to you in your head you know what i mean like it's not yeah. scripted yeah I, you have to assume that like 50 percent of this film is just them riffing on yeah. set yeah and honestly um i used to mumble and stutter a lot i still do sometimes but now before i get up on set mm-hmm. weirdly because i've never taken any practice or anything mm-hmm. i will say some of the things that will ferrell says in oh, the opening yeah. credits like the arsonist has oddly shaped feet <laughs> <laughs> i'll say that bef- i said that before i went on stage yesterday the human torch was denied a blank <laughs> bank loan the human <laughs> torch was denied a bank loan because <laughs> like i don't have any training so i'm like okay well it worked for him <laughs> yeah, I, I, he does that in the second movie as well and it's yeah. really funny because he does this bit where he's like he's doing vocal warm-ups but he's screaming as as if like he's his family is getting murdered and he's like <laughs> they're coming in from the back they're coming in they're killing us all and just like scream like vocal warm-ups as if like his family's being tortured Mm -hmm. and like being set on fire yeah uh but yeah great film man okay so directed by adam mckay came out in 2004 just phenomenal Mm -hmm. it's just just a a nice little uh fun family comedy i wouldn't say a family comedy even though it is pg-13 i would always thought it was rated r (laughs) <laughs> uh but no it's great will ferrell's great in this movie and that character became like famous like he would go he did a podcast as ron burgundy yep no he would come on and conan a lot as just ron burgundy and just do him yeah he's great yeah good stuff man what's like another fun will ferrell movie that you always revert to uh talladega Nights. talladega Nights is great yeah a lot of people didn't like land of the lost oh i lo- i just watched it again the other day for, for i just put it on the tv yeah fun i i just it's just funny it's just a fun goofy movie all right uh any questions oh great yes uh you right there young man yeah if you shot a ton of pot at the sun would it burn up and get everybody high no 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 are are there any real questions that pertain to science do you see alice why were you crying in the bathroom before this presentation how come it looks like you're about to cry now do dinosaurs have boobs that's it that's it everybody out of here get out of here go play in the parking lot Go run around on the freeway. I don't okay, care. Guys. Okay, cool. Let's move on to one of the worst films you've ever seen that you just couldn't get through. I, I'm not passionate about a lot of things, mm-hmm. okay? But the movie The Tourist with um, Angelina Jolie and Johnny Depp. Oh, I, I heard of this movie. I did not like it. Me too. <laughs> I don't, you know. Can I spoil it? Please. Okay. I, if you, I don't think anyone saw this movie. No. Okay, it's basically... It's this whole chase, and they're trying to figure out who who killed or who stole or whatever. And who killed Roger Rabbit? Pretty much, it could have been like that's I'm, I, I blank a lot of it. But okay. the thing that gets me is so Johnny get Johnny Depp gets trapped. Okay. Okay. 
and he uh, it's, it's he's stealing something or he stole something right? he's like this big thief uh-huh and he gets away because they realize they like they look at him and he's like oh no this isn't the guy mm-hmm. you know this doesn't look like the guy his whole big plan was that he got the way they explain him getting out of everything is that he just got facial surgery oh my god reconstructive surgery and he's a, he just has a different he's the same person but just with a different face and he's taller he so got, like, he got height so the guy that johnny depp is in the movie isn't the original person well, I mean, you never or see Or does Johnny the, Depp become yeah, a different person? You never see the original person. It's just Johnny Depp. Oh and my like at God. the end the excuse is like, "Oh, it's been me the whole time." Oh my god. And Angelina Jolie was like, "Oh, I knew That's it was That's the you. twist. Yeah. What the hell? That sounds so dumb. Alexander had crooked teeth, stained from excessive smoking. Braces. Electronic cigarettes. He had a higher forehead. I had a migraine for two weeks after the remodel. You sound different. Voice chip implant. No, no, I mean the way you speak. Yes, that's right. Alexander was English. This man is American. Wow, that's great. Oh, it's got Paul Bettany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so funny. And they were hot. I mean, like, you know, I mean, they're still hot, but like... (laughs) Johnny like Depp, this was their Pirates prime. of the Caribbean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Angelina Jolie Holland. at this time was like, I think she had just done Wanted. Okay, directed by Florian Henkel von Dunerschmark. Wait, <laughs> yeah. what? Is this the character from Phineas and Ferb? <laughs> Literally, their name is Florian Henkel von Dunerschmark. That's crazy. Okay, here's the synopsis real quick. Revolves around Frank. In a <laughs> Great, thanks. <laughs> Revolves around Frank, no last name, an American tourist visiting Italy to mend a broken heart. That is so vague. <laughs> the perfect trip, the perfect trap. Wow, yeah, this looks terrible, man. This just looks like one of those like sort of films that is just written by like an algorithm. Like there's no there's no twist. There's there's no there's nothing exciting about it. It's just like a run of the mill sort of action movie. It's like the talented Mr. Ripley, but without any talent. Oh, I never you know? saw Talented Mr. Ripley. I read the book recently. It's pretty good. Okay, the book's cool. better than the is that movie. the one with uh Matt Damon? Yes. Okay, cool. I have to check it out. Jesus Christ, man, this is nuts. Cool. All right. So how about this? I, I like to ask, what's a film that you've gone back, you've watched recently that you hadn't seen in years? And you're like, wow, this holds up. I forgot how great this was. Uh, this is the end. Uh, great, right? Great I love movie. that movie. Joke after joke, it lands. And it, Yeah. I mean. Yeah, because it's on Netflix now. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I watched it. And uh, me too. I did the same thing. You, you, I forgot. It was like, sometimes you watch a movie and you're like, you're in the moment. And you're like, oh, this is the best movie yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, you see another movie a week later and you forget about that one. Well, mm-hmm. I hadn't seen this in what, maybe 10 years. Yeah. It holds like, up. Oh, yeah. So it's just a fun, like goofy, yeah. like stoner comedy kind of, you know? Right. What are you talking about, man? No, no way. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not leaving here. I, I don't want to die at James Franco's house. We need to stay here until they start rescuing people. Okay. A huge earthquake happens. Who do they rescue first? actors famous people they'll get Clooney Sandra Bullock me if there's room you guys will come the point is is that we're all gonna get out of this first I love that movie I think it's like that movie's 10 out of 10 it it starts and ends just it's a full ride the whole way man and it's perfect cast everyone in it's just like flowing and having a good time that's another one of those too that they've had to been improvising most of that script (laughs) uh yeah I love that team like the the Seth Rogen team Mm mm-hmm and yeah, like I swear I have other interests besides just funny goofy movies. Yeah, but those but, those mean, are the, those are fun. There's yeah. nothing wrong with it. I mean, like sure, we can recommend our Oscar films like 
you know. Have you seen Inception? (laughs) (laughs) This is a great movie. It's called uh, Big Hero Six. You gotta watch it. Yeah, it's called uh, Frozen. Have you seen Frozen? Uh, So yeah, this is the end. Great film. Came out 2013. Directed by Evan Goldberg and Seth Rogen. There you go. Written by Seth uh, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. Uh, Yeah, just I mean, awesome cast. Uh, Jonah Hill, Seth Rogen, Jay Brereshel, Danny McBride, Craig Robinson. I mean, they have. A-listers in this movie. Emma Watson. Yeah, she's got, she's got a little, little uh, yeah, big Harry Potter fan. <laughs> uh, a huge. If, yeah? yeah. Oh, I, oh my I've gosh. read all the books like five times. I thought times. that was going to be one of your favorite films. It. I mean, yeah, I guess Guilty Pleasure is something that I could watch all the time. Yeah. My, my mom and I still watch it. Yeah, it's great. I live I at mean, home. I mean, they're like... Yeah. <laughs> <It's your laughs> that's, that's I, don't, I don't go and yeah. hang out oh, I thought this, I thought this five-bedroom house was just <laughs> your own. Um, yeah, it's like, it's perfect. It's a holiday film. You can watch it for like Halloween, Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. Christmas. Like it has all that. It's all got that all feels. the seasons, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Hey. Yeah. So what scene from this is the end that always sticks out to you? Oh, when he's, uh, when the demon comes after Jonah Hill <laughs> with the, <laughs> yeah, oh my yeah. God, when he's in bed. Uh-huh. Oh my God. That's the scene. <laughs> oh, I love that scene, man. You're talking about girthy. You know? Oh my gosh. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> this is happening. This is real. <laughs> and then the next clip, it's cuts to like him in the, uh, the journal audio video he's like something Something, um not that chill happened last night (laughs) (laughs) oh man i think the scene that sticks out to me is uh when james franco comes out with a magazine he's like who did this who messed up this perfectly nice magazine i was nice enough to tell everyone about fucking danny mcbride is so i'm a cannibal now hombre (laughs) danny mcbride's so great in that movie Mm -hmm. everyone everyone's like it's it caters to everyone's like sense of humor so well what's his name craig robinson so funny like in that film okay cool let's move on to the next question which is okay how about this uh this is always fun every time i watch a film that was like hyped up by society when people were like oh you gotta watch this movie it's great and then by the time you watch it you're like well this isn't that great actually has that ever happened to you is there a film that was hyped up and then by the time you saw it it was just hmm. shit i so i'm a i'm generally a, a an optimist so every movie i see i'm like oh, i get it yeah uh, sure know, people other- put people worked hard to put this together i get it i'm blanking on what it was called it won an award so there we go. We have it that. narrows it down to a thousand films. Um, it's about a lady. It's and there's like an orange involved, and she's this lady, mm-hmm. and she's older. Okay, and she goes and stays on vacation at this place. Like I think her daughter died. Is it old? Is it new? It's new. It came out last year. Her um, daughter died. A hooker tears through the no. tinsel town on Christmas Eve, searching for the pimp who broke her heart. That is, I mean, it's sure pretty it's much not, it. Actually, that sure is it's it. Not this movie. <laughs> that won an Oscar, right? <laughs> oh man! I bet if you looked up, uh, I think she won Best Actress last year. The Lost Daughter. The Lost Daughter. But I don't understand. You did you think that the doll that the doll wasn't good for us? I was just playing. Playing. We were all messed up. You saw us. I'm an unnatural mother. The lost daughter. It's funny too because I remember seeing this look like a like a very like well done film. It's got a great cast. Yeah, but I don't have. I, that's the thing. I'm sure it was a well done film, but I didn't. Uh, I don't notice that stuff. Yeah. And also, sometimes when movies end on a cliffhanger, it keeps me thinking too much. And I just kind of want to know the ending. I want mm-hmm. I want to be in the movie for an hour and a half, two hours, and then be out of it. Yeah, I hear you. Oh, it's directed by Maggie Gyllenhaal. That's kind of funny. And um, it's got Olivia I'm Coleman. Laughing. Oh, she's uh, Jake <laughs> Gyllenhaal's sister. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, she's you an actress. You kind of look like Jake Gyllenhaal. People have told me that before. Yeah. Um, that's a cool compliment, I guess. Mm-hmm. What What didn't do it for you? Like, what What was like the internal struggle that you had with this film? I was I was hoping for more. Maybe I've just seen too many Avenger movies, but I know we're I like, like we're like we're we're so used to watching like if it's not Dwayne the Rock Johnson or like Chris Hemsworth punching people on screen, mm-hmm. we watch something like this. I'm like, where is the violence? Where's the blood? I want to faint. And and I <laughs> and I want to root for somebody. Yeah, I'm I uh. I pick sides, you know. I'm, I'm I hear that bad. all the time in film. Like, if you if you can't relate to someone in the film, if you if there's someone that you don't want to win or or or, or gain at the end, for someone in the film to gain something at the end, why bother? I think they want the main character to be good, but she does a lot of shady stuff. Yeah, I mean, and thing, she's going yeah. through some things, you yeah. know, obviously, but uh, not to you know ruin it for you. But the daughter is lost, and um. You know, title could have given that away. (laughs) I guess it's tough because, you know, people do make films like this in a way where it's like, all right, it might not be the audience's favorite, but it's an artistic choice. It's it's definitely a stretch. And I want to make something that is meaningful to me. You know, maybe that's what the director felt, you know. But the thing is, if enough people told me that they really liked it. I'd like it too. Okay, that's how I am. All right. Wow. You just kind of just hop on board. You just oh. drink the punch, huh? I'm, no, I'm down. <laughs> I'm <laughs> surprised you haven't joined want. a cult yet. I, no one's invited me. Like, that's the, like this just... is my first podcast. I'm like, <laughs> you know, why aren't you guys inviting me to your cult? <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be the title of the episode. Yeah. Why haven't you invited me to your cult? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's enough on film. We've been talking about film for a while, so let's let's move on to the next topic. Let's talk about music. I know that you're saying you're kind of in a, a dry spell right now for music (laughs) you haven't really changed your music cue since 2008 or something like that yeah i gotta be honest with you i listen to the same music that i listened to when i was in college really i think it came to me at a at an influential time you know when you're in college you're Mm -hmm. away i went to school i'm from miami i went to school in pittsburgh and um i played basketball and my teammates were like oh sean you gotta hear this guy he's called the weekend and i was like <laughs> and he was right in 2011 it's like right when he came out yeah and ever since then i've just been in love with the weekend do you still list keep up with like his music now or i you still just... I, he could fart and i would love it man i <laughs> like literally yeah. i saw you dancing in a crowded room you look so happy when i'm not with you something about whining mm-hmm. and not you know like i just like a wine you a know like wine. him kid cuddy just like a, a nice wine Oh, you mean like like yeah, not like the, a drink wine, oh, like, okay. a, like a whiny voice. Really? But the, you know they're not. The, but their voice is so great. That's so know? funny. What about guilty pleasure music? Do you have any any music that might not be everyone else's sort of taste, but you enjoy listening to it? Yeah, um, I like to listen to soundtracks from comedy movies. So like pop star. <laughs> I forget. I <laughs> well, listen... those are good because that's written by what Lonely the, Island. Yeah, Lonely yeah. Island guys. Aww. Those songs are great. Bar none, I am the most humblest. Number one at the top of the humble list. My apple crumble is by far the most crumble list. But I act like it tastes bad out of humbleness. The thing about me that's so impressive is how infrequently I 
I mention all of my successes. I poo-poo it when girls say that I should model. My belly's full from all the pride I swallow. I'm the most courteous, biddable, hospitable. I listen to um, like songs from the Inside Bill Burnham's uh, Netflix mm, special. Yeah. Okay, but well, those are good. Like those are pretty well, even though they're they're joke songs. Yeah. They're they're well done. You know, oh, like, they great. sound nice. Welcome to the internet. Have a look around. Anything that brain of yours can think of can be found. We've got mountains of content, some better, some worse. If none of it's of interest to you, you'd be the first. Welcome to the internet. Come and take a seat. Would you like to see the news or any famous women's feet? There's no need to panic. This isn't a test. <laughs> Just nod or shake your head and we'll do the rest. Welcome to the internet. What would you prefer? Would you like to find? And then I like to listen to like... recently. I like to listen to a lot of Hispanic music because then I can kind of. Oh, nice. I can. I don't speak any Spanish, so I just get to make the lyrics up on my, but st- on my own. You know, like, dang, <laughs> so you're saying just... that about me? Bad Bunny, you shouldn't have. Ooh. <laughs> so you just make up the story on yeah, your own. It, Bad Bunny sings about me now, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So you li- you've been listening to Bad Bunny then? I do. I yeah. mean... I was I'm late on the trend. I know. No, I mean I don't even I don't even listen to Bad Bunny to be mm-hmm. honest. Well, you, you're even later. It, yeah. He'll get you. Trust yeah. me. Damn. But yeah, I I mean it's fun. The the beat's nice. You know, we were kind of talking about it earlier. I've listened to The Weekend more than any healthy person should, mm-hmm. right? And I cannot sing a lot of the. I don't memorize the lyrics. Mm-hmm. I listen to a lot of music for just the sound. You yeah, know? that's like, how it starts. And the emotional, like he's. The weekend is so passionate, so emotional. Like when you watch, you know, his Super Bowl performance, or the reason why he had like a, th- he was one of the themes at Halloween Horror Nights. How does that even work? <laughs> I think it's because you know he does put a lot of thought between uh, behind like his music, and like his music videos are very avant garde, and he always does like those different characters. Do you ever listen to the radio? Back in the day, because uh, that's all we had, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, look at us—we're two elderly gentlemen here, just. <laughs> I don't even know how microphones work. I, um, well, yeah, we were we were born or grew up in the days before streaming. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like all we had was the radio. I was you know I was like a, I was a rap guy, so I just <laughs> flip through until you'd have to flip and like yeah you and just it, find it Eminem my car. So it would have to like you know we didn't have the same presets, mm-hmm. so I'd have to like you know press the button to go like up from ninety six point five to ninety nine point one. To 100.7, you know, you're pressing, and you sometimes you go too far, then you have to go back. Yeah. And, you know, all the way up to 103.5, and then mm-hmm. back down. So. I know, yeah. It was like tuning a radio. The freaking yeah. asshole. I know. You know? Yeah, back uh, in the day. As far as radio songs, um, I like, you know, Camila Caballo. Caballa? Oh, yeah, I've heard. I've, she I went can't... to our high school. Did she really? I think. <laughs> I'm almost positive. I'll bet on that. A friend, <laughs> a friend who also went to our high school, who's younger than us, said that he had a class with her. Really? So yeah, he I, just wanted. To, he was just bragging. I'm a homer. Yeah. yeah. It could have just been a different Camila. But Damn, that's funny. <laughs> no, Probably. I'm pretty sure she went to our high school. I'm the person who listens to the same song a hundred times and then gets sick of it and moves on to another song. But the weekend, I mean, he's yeah, he's th- we have the same birthday. Oh, do you really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Sounds like you're obsessed. I am. Yeah, no, no, no. yeah, I am. Yeah. I'm going to call myself able. Yeah. Have you that. have you uh been to like one of his concerts? I was or? supposed to go. He was here in August, uh-huh. but I had to go to a wedding instead. Oh my gosh. Well, he'll be back. Don't Hopefully. worry. There's still a chance. You never know, man. This could be it for me. You never know. Man. Don't say that. You'll be fine. This could be the last podcast I ever do. You're going to have to use this voice to AI me for, for other podcasts. <laughs> yes. 
I'm going to be a big hit on podcasts after this. I can feel it. All right, cool, cool, cool. I believe that. All right, so I always like to ask the guests to recommend at least one book. I know we don't mm-hmm. do a lot of reading these days, but there's always one book that's stuck to us throughout our life. Anyone that sticks out to you? Yeah, um, I still do a lot of reading, uh, not to brag or anything. Uh, I've read this book, and it's not for everyone. You know, It came to me at a time when I wasn't necessarily the happiest ever, but it's called Awareness by Anthony DeMello. Okay. I've read it six times. What? Yeah, it's 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 easy. Well, I don't know if it's an easy read. It's it's a short book. And it's, you know, I don't know how to say this. I, I'm very lucky, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I grew up in a great family. I have great friends. Yeah, you're grateful. I'm, I'm super grateful, but also, I don't know if I ever really had to deal with much as far as problems go, mm-hmm. you know, I, I got very lucky that way. Um, and so when certain problems arose, like I didn't necessarily know how to handle it very well. And, you know, then you become, then I became a little bit like in my own head, self doubt, you know, mm-hmm. all this stuff. And just this book was, was a cool way for me to think about thinking differently. Mm-hmm. Just get a little bit more grounded, grounded yeah. and, you know, figure out what's important and kind of become aware of, how my feelings were kind of controlling a lot of different aspects of my life. So typically I I try to read it whenever something happens that, you know, whether for me it was like a breakup or uh, just in general, I'm kind of in a funk. It's, Mm -hmm. it's my, and you know, I've actually, I gave my copy to a friend and I don't know if this is a good indictment or not. I don't think he liked the book very much. (laughs) It's not one of those books that like you recommend, you know, Hey, just read this when you're, when you're cool. (laughs) Also other people are just kind of shut off from it. You know, they don't really accept, you know, having to think about certain aspects of themselves in that way. And like, maybe they do, but they kind of brush it off. They're just like, nah, I don't really care, you know? And I'll think for others, you know, like for you, you, you kind of let it soak in and you can, you you really let it affect you in in a positive way so that you can, you know, use it in your everyday life, you know, and it's, it's important to do that, you know, because sometimes we forget that, you know, just being aware in general is just the first step to, you know, change. Yeah. Sometimes you're just kind of pushing through until you're what, until you're dead. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, Hey, who knows? It could happen right now. This this is the podcast. (laughs) I know this (laughs) is, this is is it for me guys. (laughs) Sean Kett signing off. (laughs) Uh, No, it's yeah. It's, it's, it's different for everyone. Right. And like, I know I, I probably live too much within the four walls of my skull, mm-hmm. right? But uh, that that isn't always the best way. You know, it, one, it's good in that I think I'm pretty aware of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But two, sometimes I just constantly think about those things and, yeah. and don't move on. You yeah. Know? It's like watching... It's like listening to The weekend over and over again for 10 years. <laughs> I mean, like, sometime you gotta move on, Sean. Get with it. Yeah, exactly. But nope. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you stuck stuck in I'm your ways. Stuck, yeah. So, but I like that. But I mean, yeah. So I I like to read. I, I think I heard it actually. Someone recommended it on a podcast. I was like, oh, I'll try. I'll check it out. And every time I read it, uh, I get a little bit of something different from it. So oh, that's good. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'll definitely have to check it out. I mean, that's a good. That's a great recommendation. Anytime you you anyone recommends a book that is always beneficial to the psyche, you know, to the mm-hmm. consciousness, it's always a good thing to do. Yeah. All right, cool. So these are my random questions. You can take your time with them. You can answer them in one sentence, however you want. So if I answer really slowly, then this, <laughs> in show, one is, this show is going on forever. Because again, once this ends, <laughs> that's it. I end. <laughs> <laughs> I can see the Grim Reaper on his way. Uh, so I always ask the guests, what's an unrealistic dream job you would want? And it could be anything. It could be from you know managing a famous sports team or uh, a 
astronaut who lives on Mars and raises alien babies. Yeah. Uh, as far as a job specific, it would definitely just be, I mean, I think it's pretty unrealistic. It's really hard to get to. It would just be uh, a stand-up comedian full time. There you go. That's, well, I mean, that's your, that's the, that's something you're aiming for. So let's, let's make it a real dream job. You yeah. Know what I mean, yeah. Yeah. And then eventually I'd like to live in like a weird commune with just like 15 friends and their families. We'll call it a cult. I'll make my own he cult. Really no one's inviting cult. me, so I'm making my own cult. Okay. When you, when you don't get invited, you make your yeah, own. Yeah, communal living space. You know, hey, come on, that's what I want. And it's just for stand-up comedians? No, my friends. No, I okay. can't have anyone who's better than me at this cult. <laughs> I'm the master. Yeah, I'm the I fun. am their god. I'm the funny guy. Yeah, okay, okay you cool. All, we all have our specialties. That's funny, okay. Yeah. That's, all right, cool. So like, just like a sanctuary. In reality, you know, whatever the number is, like 150 people is like the only people. I don't know that whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just a group of people that maybe six months out of the year, eight months out of the year. Okay, all 12 months. We're living together. And, you know, you just really get close with those people mm-hmm. because, you know, you meet a lot of people that are just superficial. Not like they're superficial, but the relationship is superficial. Mm-hmm. It's too hard to really build strong relationships with enough people. So once I'm established and... All that networking stuff is no longer needed. Like, yeah, I'd love to just build really strong relationships with 15 yeah. people. And then maybe, like, you know, every Thursday we get naked and, you know, <laughs> you guys Drink bow down punch. to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah whatever. If there's, like, an orgy here and there, yeah, I on. guess. You know, why not? <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, we'll be, yeah. The, the declaration we'll hasn't been We'll cross that bridge yet. when we get there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, where do I sign? you're in all right here's another fun question uh whether you do or do not believe in like reincarnation let's Mm -hmm. say uh what do you think you were in your past life gosh um i would have had to have been glue (laughs) (laughs) why yeah glue um elmer's glue just any kind of glue so when i when i uh when i played basketball there's a term called being a glue guy which mm-hmm. means you pretty much do whatever's needed of you okay um you bring people together you stick them together again nice. cult 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 <laughs> I, was, I was a cult leader uh, a, a cult glue leader you were one all along yeah, but, it's been with you your whole life yeah but i i've always loved bringing people together however i can and, mm-hmm. and just doing whatever is needed of me like i i have no problem doing the dirty work doing you know high-end work uh you know <laughs> i i just i like it when people are smiling and together so that's amazing dude yeah, yeah. also isn't you're the glue from, like horses you're the glue yeah <laughs> and you're made from <laughs> <horses>. also yeah <laughs> also side note, there's I always was... a darkness <laughs> yeah. towards the end of your of your of your storytelling yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and i fainted yeah, <laughs> yeah. okay yeah. You, you were the you were, you were i glue. was glue that's that's yeah. awesome that's great um, all right, this is a fun one. Why don't you build your ultimate, your dream breakfast? Yeah, um, I, I eat it every morning. Uh, it's very simple. That's nice to hear. I, I, I'm into nutrition. I like, I, and I have a bad sense of taste. Mm. So it's exactly five eggs. Wow. Five eggs. Rocky style? Scramp- just, no. just put them in a glass and just gulp them down? No, I just stare at them. <laughs> And I, I absorb them. <laughs> and then I walk away. Uh, <laughs> awareness. Of what, no, um, I like to scramble eggs. I'll put vegetables in there. Uh, and mm-hmm. then uh, Costco has these avocado mash cups. Ooh, nice. Yeah, just so you know. Because I can go over the top. Mm-hmm. If it was my dream, my dad makes really good guacamole. So I would Ooh. use that. But I always put too much on the toast. So toast, avocado mash. Sometimes I'll, I'll put a little bit of meat, whatever. If there's mm-hmm. like sausage, like turkey, sausage. Bacon. Yeah, so I'm, you know, I'm getting 60 Gs of protein, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm getting sure. the macros, getting mm-hmm. enough calories in. <laughs> 
Yeah, and that's yeah. it. And uh, an apple. Yeah, you're kind of a health guy, I guess, huh? I, I, yeah, you're uh, an athlete. You know, you grew up in a sports world, so you know, that makes sense. That's a healthy breakfast. And Wait, the, what type of bread, though? Because a, a lot of times people don't do carbs. Don't yeah, do... I don't typically do a lot of carbs, but yeah, just well, there's like this uh, Ezekiel toast or whatever. That oh, you get that, at Whole that one's Foods. supposed to be like the, yeah, like whole now. grain, everything. Yeah, yeah, all that good stuff. Well, when you spend like... 20% of your day just staring at yourself in a mirror, you're like, at least be good. You know, at yeah. least. <laughs> this is the one thing I can try to do right. You know? I'm aware. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's a good one. I like that. That's, you know, I, I'm like that too. It's like your dream breakfast could be anything like pancakes, you know, uh, uh, French toast, all the, all that really sweet and savory stuff. But you also like, it's also nice to just eat clean. You know what I mean? Okay. Now the next one, this is called the this or that section. Okay, shortcut or scenic route? Shortcut. Indica or sativa? <laughs> I actually don't, don't know the smoke. difference. <laughs> uh, oh, but, you know, I, I think I, I think... If you did, the, which one would you, would you pick? I think I like the letter C better, so indica. And that's actually would be the perfect one for you, because that's the more calming kind of, like, mm. body high. You're just kind of, yeah. like, feeling good. Sativa's more uppity, and, like, it's a brain high. I think C is, like, a funny letter. C? Really? Yeah. Why is that? Well... Just because the the shape of it, the, the the sound of it's a strong sound. C and also guess what, uh, I like C better than K, and they're the both they're they're both the same. You know, like why do we have two? We don't need K. You know, we just yeah. nothing special about K other than the cereal. <clears throat> well, my name starts with a K, so I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, the Office or Parks and Rec? Uh, I have not watched either. Oh, no. uh, so The Office because I like Steve Carell. Early Riser or Night Owl? Early Riser. Really? What time do you get up? Uh, no matter what, I cannot sleep past six thirty. What? What's so your if I secret? Go out late? No. Uh, when I was a kid, I would wake my mom up at five a.m. We would go and look at the stars. What? Yeah, every morning. So I've just. Oh my oh, god! If I wake up, woke up my mom at five a.m., she would slap me and tell me to go back to bed. She wasn't happy. I mean, you know, she's not here now. Uh, <laughs> like she's. I mean, she's alive. Everybody. Yeah, she's uh, just not. <laughs> not here at the house. Right now, yeah. She she's just constantly fuming at my okay. actions. No, I've just naturally uh, a morning person which is tough for comedy because yeah. you're yeah. out late all the time yeah. but the nightlife mm-hmm. yeah but you do know. you usually go to bed early like if you d- if you can yeah like last night um i got home at like 9 30 i was in bed at 10 oh my god i went to bed like at 2 a.m last night Oof. jesus yeah. that's just normal for me yeah <laughs> all right tacos or burritos burritos nice uh-huh. love me some burritos. i don't like hard shells soft tacos are good yeah, but not enough, like, I, you know. If you're going to do soft, you might as well get a burrito. You might as well get a burrito, yeah. and you don't get enough food in a soft taco. Yeah, you know? yeah, I, get, yeah. I like a yeah. big old burrito. I like yeah. a girthy Hard tacos burrito. are kind of funky, because you take a bite, and it all just crumbles. You know, yeah. it's like, where's it going? Mm-hmm. Smart or funny? Funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's grab a coffee, or let's grab a beer? Coffee. Yeah. I don't really drink that much. Really? Okay. Yeah, you're not set up for the stand-up comedy. <laughs> not a night guy. You don't no. drink. Yeah, you eat clean. I eat clean. You're, the, you're like the healthiest stand-up comedian I think I've ever met in my entire well, life. I don't think I can call myself a stand-up comedian until right. it pays me. Yeah. Oh well, you come know. on. You, come you host. On. You host a stand-up night. You know, there you do go. it. You do it every week. You're a stand-up mm-hmm. comedian. Oh, thanks. Well, since you said it, you're Friends radical. or How I Met Your Mother or Seinfeld. Um. Again, haven't really watched. Any of them? Any of them, really? Yeah. I, I'm not a big... I wasn't a big TV person, mm. uh, so Seinfeld. Okay, that's a good one. Seinfeld's yeah. nice. Uh, old school or new school? The movie, old school. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Let's just go with that. <laughs> yeah. uh, new school, because uh, honestly, like when we were talking about movies, anything before 1990 
I'm not that interested in. Okay. All right. That's cool. Camping or glamping? Oh, man, I really want to say camping, but I think I'm going with glamping. <laughs> a little spoiled. Yeah. Oh, yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah. You want to wake up in the dirt. You're like, oh, where can we have Wi-Fi? <laughs> no, yeah, but like also I read a lot of these like philosophy books and stuff. And, yeah. You know, it's a lot of those like, oh, why don't you experience the worst so you realize it's not that bad? Yeah. You know, so like sleeping outside for a day just to realize. Okay, Sleep like, on the ground. This is the worst that out. can happen. Yeah. You know? So, and all, no, I would, I would like to do camping, but it would have to be with an air mattress that's, like, super glamorous. I mean, yeah, do it, do know, it, I'm yeah. I'm a big person. Yeah, yeah. If you're going to be camping out in the woods and you have, like, an in a tent, at least have the mattress be something that mm-hmm. you can, like, yeah, I'm the same way. Like, I've slept on just a tent on just, like, bare ground, like, dirt. Mm. It's not good. No. Because you just feel all the rocks, you feel all the twigs. It's not yeah. great. And, like, a good thing so I could Instagram live it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, come hey on, guys, I'm doing it. Sean know? here in the middle of the eastern forest. All right, super speed or super strength? Oh, another another tough one. Gosh, these are getting me thinking. Uh, I hate driving and 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 traveling like on airplanes and yeah, stuff. Yeah, me too. I hate flying. But man, what I, I just want to look like a freak. I want to <laughs> look like the Rock. You know, was, yeah, but, but I guess but, I don't get that. I don't. You don't. Get you don't really need that if you if you have super strength. Like you don't need to look. Like, you have super strength. No, I don't just... care about any strength in general. I just want to yeah. look like I have super oh, strength. Oh, okay, okay. You yeah, because I mean? yeah, oh, when it comes to people, 100. when it comes to, like, powers that are, like, quick, like, super speed, like, you mm-hmm. don't really, it's always, like, a lean-looking body. You know what yeah. I mean? And, like, super strength, you could be, like, a Spider-Man. Like, Spider-Man yeah. has super strength, exactly. but he has, like, a teenage body. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you're, you're, speed. Yeah. yeah. Just get from here to there. Yeah. Boom. All right, last one. Ooh. Alien or predator? Um, I don't, you know, like, maybe, is the predator, like, misunderstood <laughs> i i see the positive in the pet <laughs> going at such a different level for this one uh you know um, um i think the predator is a little bit more misunderstood than alien because the alien they're just one goal it's just like there's humans here we need to kill them where predator is mm-hmm. like it's recreational for them it's it, they, they make it's for sport you know it's 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 their livelihood yeah you know and like, what if I could just talk to them and, and, and convince them, you know, maybe, hey, we're all good here. Like, you, if you well, want they have to take Christian. Well, they have Christ- to kill someone. Yeah, take, take Christian, but, like, leave me, you know? <laughs> oh, so you just convince them to kill someone else? I, I'm not, an eye that, for an eye. Listen, your eye. There's, there's not one way to defeat a predator. You can defeat them in any way, in any combat, whether it's physical, whether it's mm-hmm. just communication. Like, it's just, it's all about winning the fight, whether it's an argument, whether it's chess like they just want to win some sort of situation yeah and and if we're if you and me are next to each other i have super speed now so i mean (laughs) just say like you know fine just pick one of us you know and then i'm like all right fine i mean i'm going going with predator you're thinking of which one you can beat versus which like i don't even there's there's no context to the question no i i always see the positive in everyone and i think (laughs) aliens get are getting like their own glamour moment right now so well predator is alien yeah but but they have a negative connotation with predator, you know, like they're like when you say oh, alien, the word predator. yeah, the word predator. Oh, I see what you mean. Well, they are a predator. Yeah, but but maybe because like every war predators too. <laughs> I mean, come on, maybe they they eat. So meat, you're gonna go now, with predator because you feel bad. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Those are all my questions. Perfect. Let's 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 wrap it up. But this is my my last sort of a uh, question of the of the show. What's your favorite noise? Uh. I feel like laughter is cheating, so I'm gonna go with a well-timed fart. <laughs> you know, like one of those ones. That, that is great. When you're in a room, I 
this is like a haunting memory for me but i was taking uh sat <laughs> oh no and in one of those quiet rooms no, it was an like ap th- exam yeah, yeah and You're in a quiet room quiet. for like three hours uh-huh and yeah i finished early because i didn't know what i was doing so i just you know da, 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 fill out the scantron mm-hmm. and i go to lay my head down on the table and i just let out like a <laughs> <laughs> What? Oh, Why? You can hold it in? I thought it was going to be silent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what movie that's uh, like. Step, Step Brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought <laughs> it was going to be quiet. Yeah. It wasn't. It, it got louder. Yeah. It got louder. And so, like, I mean, that was obviously awful for me, but. Just every, like one yeah. of those. Yeah, and there was so many women in that <laughs> class, you know. But my friend was no, this sitting explains right why next you didn't have to any me. girlfriends in high yeah, school. Yeah, just ill-timed farts. Like, did, did everyone laugh? Did everyone it, was silent, and then everyone <laughs> broke. The proctor laughed, dude. Uh, yeah. And I don't know. It's just something about... Yeah, farts are hilarious. In any context, fun. farts are great. They and kill, They like, kill any awkwardness. It's just, like, it's yeah. just, it's perfect. And when you're, you know, 29, 30, whatever, it's like, okay, you're past the point of being grossed out by farts. Yeah, it's yeah. just... You can write the perfect joke, and yeah. it will not be as funny as just a fart. As a fart, yeah, <laughs> farts, fart. and, and everyone loves it. Dads love it. I like a fart, yeah. and I have a bad sense of smell. Ooh, maybe boy. that's part of it. Like, yeah. I you can't smell farts. I can't. I can barely smell anything. God, yeah. So that's terrible, man. A good fart. I love that sound. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. All right, man. Well, thank you for doing this. Of course, it was, it was a pleasure not- having you here. It was fun. I'm just gonna close off the show by starting a sentence, and I'd like you to end it for me. Okay. All right. Thanks, folks, for tuning into another episode of Conversations from a Room. Have a nice night, and fill out the questionnaire to apply to our cult. It will be in New Mexico, and anyone's welcome. We do have a quota, and that's it for me. Are there any requirements? Just be lovely you, you need know? you need deposit. you can be a predator you can be anything <laughs> oh, you want yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. you really welcome everyone in your life do you i i really do i, I see the best in everyone a gentleman and a scholar ladies and gentlemen <laughs> thank you sean thank you all right guys thanks for tuning into the episode hope you all enjoyed if you like what you hear and want to support leave a rating and a review on the show page really helps the show push forward. But most importantly, it helps me push forward. Also, episodes are always free and available to listen to on almost every platform where podcasts are enjoyed. And lastly, if you'd like to get in contact, reach out to me and follow the show on Discord at Conversations from a Room or on my Instagram at Christian Lugo. But that's all for today, guys. Hope to see you here next time for another episode of Conversations from a Room.